Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Madhouse Podcast. As always, I am your host, Mad Max. Today is chapter three in our uh, Jurassic Park series. We're going to be talking about the third film, Jurassic Park 3, which came out in 2001. This film was after the success of The Lost World. Uh, Universal wanted a third film, but Steven Spielberg was not interested in doing another one, so... Joe Johnston was brought in to direct this third film. Uh, Sam Neill is the only character from the previous... uh, He was in the first film. Uh, He's the only character from the other films that that was slated to return. Laura Dern was slated, also slated to return, but uh, eventually backed out, which is why she's... Technically, she is in the movie, uh, but very very briefly and then we have a new cat uh new cast which include uh uh william h macy tia leone trevor morgan and i could not remember the guy's name that plays billy that's my fault i apologize uh but from my understanding there were different drafts of the script uh the original script was supposed to be uh uh, Dr. Grant is uh, brought in to investigate uh, murders that have been going on along the coastline where Costa Rica is and of course following the events of San Diego uh, you know that was supposed to be one way of looking at it but then uh, from from what I've read about five weeks into shooting the entire script was scrapped and they brought in something new and the new script goes and the movie goes as followed uh, William H. Macy and, T- and uh, Tia Leone are a separated couple who have asked Dr. Grant to help them find their son who was parasailing uh, along the island of Isla Sorna. And when he goes missing, they need his help to kind of bring him back. And they kind of sort of kidnap him into doing it. And it kind of, it's got a very dark undertone, but because of Joe Johnson directing, it's played for laughs, played for shits and giggles. And it's like, really? What the hell? You know, you basically kidnapped this man to kind of help you go back to this island that he had no interest in going back to, you know, you know, bribed him with a fake check. And then, you know, once people started dying, you realize you've made a big mistake. And then, you know, it's kind of it plays out like a, you know, like a hostage, like a hostage situation, basically. But I, I think because of Joe Johnson directing, they played it more for like a family friendly type movie. And that didn't work. Like the, it's like the script and the, the script's tone and the tone of the filmmaking are two different tones. Like, yes, we understand this kid has been stuck on this island for eight weeks, but that doesn't give you the right to kidnap somebody and take them to this island with a group of mercenaries and then get everybody killed. You know, that didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. And to be honest, this is probably the worst film out of all of the films, out of all five films that they have... Um, that they did in the Jurassic Park one. This is probably the worst one. You know, it doesn't really have any redeeming qualities except for one. There's one moment, there's one scene or sequence in this movie that really kind of makes it interesting because uh, it's from the first book. It's, uh, It's from Michael Crichton's first novel, Jurassic Park. It's the scene where after they find Eric and they're trying to figure out how to get to, um, they're trying to figure out how to get off the island and things like that. But they get to uh, this uh, uh, aviary scene. And, of course, it's the pteranodons or the pterodactyls, whichever ones you want to call them. 
but um yeah that that scene that entire sequence is actually pretty cool when uh eric gets you know taken by those things and then billy does the paris the paraglide thing and everything like that i think that entire sequence is really cool but it's from the first novel so i mean i, I don't you know they could have squeezed it into the first movie but i see you know with that movie being as great as it is you know i could see why they you know omitted it but um yeah man this movie didn't really it didn't mesh really well the if you even look at the cover like the the logo for Jurassic Park 3 has that spinosaurus and and uh that spinosaurus is in the movie a little bit longer than what it has to be and it's like these new filmmakers and producers wanted to prove that you know this was something it's out with the old and in with the new the spinosaurus kills the T-Rex about I don't know 20 minutes after they arrive on the island and you know all hell breaks loose but like this it's like they see that they have like three different they they have three different well technically four different uh four different run-ins with the spinal source you know the first one is when they're trying to take off you know they're trying to get off off the island and it eats that one guy at the beginning and it barely clips them and then it hits the tree they flee from the 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 plane only to run into the t-rex they run back the spinal source is back again that's when they have that fight the next time we see it is when dr grant sam neal finds um eric and they have that brief um reunion right there at the the barbed wire fence the spinal source shows up again and then uh the last time we see it is they find a after the um aviary scene they find a boat you know they're going to try to ride off into the river maybe get out to the ocean and things like that and of course the spinosaurus attacks the boat and i was like okay yeah this is just too much if you look at the lost world or if you look at the first jurassic park film the t-rex only had maybe two scenes you know it because it had two scenes it's the introduction it's the scene where uh ian malcolm is on the back of the of the jeep and it chases them it comes out briefly towards the end when uh, Alan and the kids are running from those uh, those bird-looking things and it attacks one of them, but that's very brief. It's not attacking the humans. And then at the course of the end, you, you see the uh, you see the, uh, the the T-Rex kind of go after the raptors when the raptors have uh, you know the group cornered in the visitor center. And then in Lost World, you kind of have the one brief moment when the T-Rex uh, when the T-Rex attacks the 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 camper, then it attacks the camp, and then of course the San Diego incident. So it's kind of dialing down. So whereas in Jurassic Park three, there's only one appearance by the T-Rex, and that's when it gets killed by the Spinosaurus. But the Spinosaurus is constantly hunting them down, almost like a serial killer, throughout this entire movie. And it's like Jesus Christ. And then, like, but like the Raptors have a cool scene. There's this scene where, um, where the group is held up in, it looks like a uh, a visitor center, not a visitor center, but like a the, basically the 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 workplace, the facility where they do everything. The Raptors attack the humans there, and then the Raptors don't come back until like the very end when they're about to get off the island, and the Raptors there, and then rather than slaughter the humans the you know the humans give back the eggs and things like that it's like it's kind of it feels kind of discombobulated really you know 
there's nothing about this film that really kind of stands out. If you look at the first two Jurassic Park films, the first film is iconic. That entire film is probably one of the best films ever made. The second one is criminally underrated. It does not get the 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 the, the appreciation that it so rightfully deserves. You know, yes, it has that weird thing at the end. You know, with the San Diego incident, and yes, there's that weird moment with with uh, Ian's daughter doing the gymnastics scene, and you know, but you know, you cut those two things out, and you got yourself a pretty good movie. If they were to follow the ending about the lost world from the book uh, into the movie, it would have been all right, but. I already talked about that, but Jurassic Park 3, there's nobody really to root for. You know, you're not behind, you don't feel any type of connections towards anybody except for Alan Grant, and that's because Sam Neill is such a great actor, and the fact that we've already seen him play uh, Alan Grant from the first film. Very similar to um, The Lost World. The, the person that we're behind is Jeff Goldblum, because, you know, we saw how charismatic he was in the first one, to whereas in this one, he has a little bit of a darker role. The same thing in um, in Jurassic Park 3. Alan Grant is in a much different role, but because it's still Alan Grant, you're still rooting for him. But didn't really like William H. Macy's character. Could not stand Taylor Leone's character, you know, just yelling and flailing all over the place and trying to get her son. I understand trying to get your son back. I really do. But at the same time, you're this, this is not a place where you just were... You know, a white woman is just going to go around screaming and shouting either for help or trying to find your son. It doesn't work like that. You're you're dealing with dinosaurs, and you just think it's going to be a walk in the park when you hire mercenaries to find your son and then kidnapping this, you know, paleontologist because because he's an expert and he's been on the island before. But then when he realized he's never been on this island, it's like what the fuck. You know, none of the characters really were all that interesting. Trevor Morgan plays the kid, and you know he went on to be a uh, he went on to be he was a kid actor in this film, and um, you know he plays the kid, and the kid is kind of resourceful, but you know that that was another th as a as an adult, it is kind of astonishing to understand to to realize that this kid has been on this island for eight weeks and he has survived. He's been living inside this like a uh, supply truck you know he's been living off of what looks like canned beans and crunch candy bars which you know doesn't really sound all that bad to me but you know eight weeks come on now you know that's that's a bit much and things like that the kids got gas grenades the kids got like a camouflage suit with goggles and everything and i was like dude this kid i'm surprised this kid didn't got off the island on his own you know and uh but you know, it, it's kind of hard that this kid can be that resourceful in the in this time of crisis. And then the mercenaries weren't even all that great because they they each get they get picked off like within from the time they land on the on the island, they each get picked off within like ten minutes. And then there's another character that his name is Billy. And I can't remember the guy's name that plays that character, but he's kind of like the sidekick to Alan Grant. You know, this guy's over here trying to, you know, take pictures of everything. He's supposed to be this photographer. And then about halfway through the movie, you realize he's stealing raptor eggs because he wants to fund the dig that him and Alan Grant are working on. And it's like, dude, you're stealing eggs. And then you wonder why the raptors are trying to find us. You know, doesn't make sense. You know, even in the movie, they say some of the worst things imaginable are done with the best intentions. And I don't know, man. I, I, I... 
I really don't like this movie. I shit all over it every time I can. And, and people ask me, what is the worst? Out of all the Jurassic Park films, this is probably the worst one. It really didn't make a whole lot of sense why they made it. Like, if you read the script, it, it has a dark undertone to it. But then when you watch the movie, it's like the filmmaking of the, the making of the movie. The movie, like the, the script, has a, uh, a pretty good tone. Like, yes, they've technically, yes, when you think about it, they have kidnapped Alan Grant. But because of Joe Johnson wanting to go the family friendly uh, route of the, of, for, for this film, it didn't work. You know, it's like, I, they're, they're not likable. Taylor Leone's character is annoying. William H. Macy's character is not all that interesting. It's like nobody is really that interesting outside of Alan Grant. And, you know, it, it, like a lot of people say that Lost World was a bad movie, but nobody says anything about fucking Jurassic Park 3. Jurassic Park 3, in my opinion, is the worst movie in the entire franchise. Fallen Kingdom does have a lot of bad moments in it, but, you know, we're going to, I'll talk about that when I get to it, but at least that movie is entertaining to watch and things like that, to whereas, like I said, outside of that aviary scene, there's not, there's really not a whole lot of uh, enjoyment you can have watching Jurassic Park 3. Um, and, you know, that being said, that's going to do it for today's episode. I hate ending on a, on a low note, but, you know, I mean, what else is there to talk about? This movie was fucking dog shit from the beginning. Um, and I don't, I really don't, I really don't understand why they kind of went that route. But then again, reading the, the, the filmmaker notes about how they were trying different things, they were trying different scripts, and then about, what, four or five weeks into filming, they scrapped the entire thing and started over. You know, it sounds like they were filming a movie before the script was even done, and I mean, it's whatever, man. You got to take it from the master. Steven Spielberg made two classic, iconic films with Jurassic Park and The Lost World, but you know, I guess once if if he's not going to do another one, they shouldn't do another one. So that's just me. But um, they did, they failed, and unfortunately, it's the worst film in the entire franchise. But like I said, this going to be the uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like the episode, be sure to follow the podcast on all podcast outlets, whether it's Anchor, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast from. Be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast. Be sure to follow the podcast on all social media outlets, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, The Madhouse 21. I might start plugging my TikTok, not just yet, because I do post videos on my TikTok about movie reviews and things like that. And I have been getting recommendations on a lot of my conversations that I have on TikTok for other movies that I'm looking into. There's a couple of movies that are on streaming services. There's one on HBO Max that I might do, and there's one on Prime Video that just dropped that I'm definitely going to check out. So uh, be on the lookout for those episodes as they come out. But Instagram and Twitter, The Madhouse 21. Did you like Jurassic Park 3? Where do you rank it in? Uh, the the Jurassic World uh, franchise, whatever the case may be, let me know. Be sure to follow the podcast for all for more um, <clears throat> for more episodes as they drop. Um, uh, uh, like I said, there are a few movies on HBO Max and Prime Video that are exclusive on those streaming services that I'm definitely going to check out. Uh, Netflix is the same thing. I've been asked if I'm going to do um, Stranger Things, and I don't think I'm going to. Because I'm, technically, I've only seen the first two seasons of Stranger Things. I haven't seen 
three or four for that matter. So I don't know if I'm going to or not. I'd have to watch. To be honest, I probably have to watch the entire series in one sitting, and we'll see what happens with that. But I don't know if I'll do it or not. I mean, I've done it for other series, but that's because I'm caught up with it. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with uh, Stranger Things. Uh, um, next up in our Jurassic Park series, we're going to jump into Jurassic World, which is the the what that was like what 14, 15 years after the the events, or not the events, but after the release of Jurassic Park three that came out in two thousand one, and I don't I think two thousand fifteen is when Jurassic World came out. So, yeah, the next episode for the Jurassic Park series will be Jurassic World, and that'll be the first time we have a brand new cast and a new director. So be on the lookout for that. Be on the lookout for more episodes as they come out. And, of course, as always, guys, be sure to embrace your inner madness.